Hi, everybody. The purpose of this podcast is to explain the daily lesson plan, the DLP. And this is not a document that's just specifically for this course. This DLP, this template, is used by the School of Education and all throughout the credential program. So for example, when, you, when you're in the credential program and you plan your lessons, this is the, the template that you'll be using. So this is probably your first exposure to it. And our next assignment in this class is to create a two-day lesson plan. That is actually not due until December 6th, but we've got to start thinking about it now because there's quite a few components. You should be looking at the template right now and you'll see that the template, it just looks, you know, relatively simple one page. But once you start typing in this document and what I had suggested that you do in the learning module is that you make a copy of it and then you'll be able to put it in your own Google Drive and you'll be able to, it, it'll, all the little sections will expand from there. But this is going to be a multi-page document by the time you've got all of these details for this lesson plan. In this class, our first assignment is a two-day lesson plan. And so for secondary, and I'm assuming everybody in this class is secondary bound, if you happen to be elementary instruction bound, please shoot me an email so I can adjust and uh, modify this for you. But it's a two-day lesson plan, so that means we're looking at roughly 250, like five zero minute periods. So for example, for me, back in the day when I was teaching seventh grade English, I would have done a seventh grade English lesson and then another 50-minute uh, English lesson. So two 50-minute periods is what I would be planning for in this lesson. So what I wanted to do now is just make sure that you understand this template because if we were face-to-face, -face, we would talk through it and practice with it, but we can't do that now, so I wanna make sure you get it. So if you could uh, have the document up on the screen or print it out, I'm just gonna walk you through the bold items and explain what they are. The key concept theme is the first item, and that's basically the overarching unit and then the concept that you're focusing on within that unit. And then the overview right under that is essentially an overview of what the students are going to be learning in this case over a period of those two days. The rationale is why are we doing this? And the reason is not because it's in the standard so you have to. <laughs> you want to always think why is this important in life? And that is a good thing to encourage your students to do. Encourage your students to ask you why are we doing this? Because you, if you can't explain why we are doing this, you might want to rethink about how you're approaching it or how you're teaching it. Moving down to standards, the next several are about standards. And this gets a little bit uh, complicated here because depending on your content area, your standards will come from different places. So you learned in, let's see, it was the, I can't remember which week it was, but it was within the last few weeks. We, we talked about the California Common Core State Standards and the idea that the Common Core State Standards are national and then each state adopted them and were allowed to add a little bit of their own. So we call them here in California, the California Common Core State Standards because California has added their little bit of what they wanted to add to that core, that common national core. The Common Core State Standards are essentially focused on English and math. But the funny thing is, is that they bring in some other content areas also by sort of suggesting that English and even math 
has to flow into some of the other content areas. So for example, if you teach history or social science, you'll have your California standards. And so if I'm look, if you're looking at the DLP right now, right under standards, it says California academic content standards, non-math and English content areas. You'll have your own standards, but you can also find references to writing benchmarks and standards that should be hit under English in the Common Core state standards. I know it's kind of crazy. And then the Common Core state standards is listed separately than standards. I think that this was a little confusing because on the DLP it says standards and then it's got the types of standards below. So if that makes sense, you would just be choosing um, Common Core state standards all content areas. That's where I was talking about math or English, and then it sort of bleeds into everything else that they want you to pay attention to. ELD standards, unless you're teaching English language development, you don't need to look at these standards. The reason why it says all content areas is because you could be an ELD instructor that's teaching history, but it's ELD history. So in that case, you would be looking for English language development standards and the California academic content standards um, for your grade in social science or social studies. So if, if you do have questions about your standards, because I realize that it does get a little confusing, like for example, I didn't even mention science, but um, NGSS are the next generation science standards is what you're using. If you had trouble locating your standards or you have questions, feel free to shoot me an email and I'll make sure that you're squared away so that you know which standards you're supposed to be using for your content area. You'll also probably notice that this has required you to focus in on a grade level. So I know that looking ahead, you're not necessarily gonna be able to choose which grade level you wanna teach in your content area. So maybe just choose something that would be ideal. Maybe you're interested in teaching freshmen so you could focus on the ninth grade standards for your content area. Okay, so I think we made it through standards. Um, right now, if you look at the DLP, I'm now on objectives slash learning targets. And that's what we are learning to write in our learning module today. So that's where you'll put what the students will be able to do by the time this lesson is done. And this learning module this week helps you learn to write those. Under that, instructional strategies and differentiated instruction. We'll get into that a little bit more next week, but it basically instructional strategies are just different ways that you teach the information. Like right now, the instructional strategy that I'm using is podcasting. So we'll talk about that in more detail, about all of the different strategies and places you can get ideas. The next item, it says, we, we say SDAI, S-D-A-I-E, techniques and practices. Technically, uh, SDAI is basically the uh, idea that there are different elements of your instruction that will help different types of learners, um, maybe in special, special education, specifically in English language development. And so we'll be covering that a little bit more next week. I just wanted you to know what that was. We'll get into a little bit more detail on that. Academic language, that's basically terminology, things that, terms that your students would need to know or understand to be able to understand your lesson. So if you're in science, 
and you've got a whole bunch of new terms today, maybe you're doing a unit on cells and the, the parts of a cell, in your academic language, you would list your vocabulary um, for the cell. If, for example, you are, uh, I go to English a lot because that, that's what I taught, but perhaps we were doing parts of speech, maybe I would list the parts of speech. So academic language are the, the vocabulary that they may not know that they will need to know in order to be able to work with this content. And then as we move to procedures, this is where we get to the meat of your lesson. This is, a, this is how it's going to go down, how it's going to happen. So your introduction or anticipatory set is how are you going to capture their attention at the beginning of the lesson? And then you move right into acti activity sequence and you'll list that out. So this will be a larger section um, in procedures right now. You're gonna do this, and then you're gonna do this, and then you'll move to that, and then you'll transition to this, and we'll talk about that a little bit more next week as well. And then moving down to assessment is, how are you gonna know that your students have learned it? What assessments are you gonna use? And that's another thing that we'll get into in a little bit more de detail, different types of assessment. And then materials, what items do you need? And then if there's any sort of references or books um, that you know you used specifically, maybe if it was even a textbook, uh, you would list it there. And then reflection is just post-lesson. It's a spot for you to think about how it went once you actually delivered the lesson, which will not happen in this class. You won't actually be delivering this lesson. We're simply working on the planning of lessons. Now I will say, just as I wrap this up, um, I can tell you right now that teachers, long, you know, teachers, seasoned teachers, you're, you're not going to be eventually doing a daily lesson plan for every single lesson that you teach, because really what will happen is this, all this planning will just happen, um, in your head. And you can certainly have a rough idea and sort of, you know, sort of rough out what you're doing day by day, but to go into this amount of depth, that's not something that you would, that I don't want you to panic and think, oh my goodness, teachers, you know, have to have a pile of these every week. And it's not necessarily like that. But to get us thinking about the important pieces of planning lessons, this is all that goes into planning lessons. And so we're going to explicitly write it out in this DLP assignment, which again is not due until December 6th, but we got to be thinking about it. So I just wanna make sure that that made sense. Start thinking about what grade level you wanna focus on and maybe what unit, and then even more specifically, get it more granular down to two days. Um, what would you like to focus on? And then you can um, plan your lesson and you'll be filling this out. And if you have any questions, just shoot me an email. Thanks a lot.